Hi guys, welcome back to Main Character Moment. I'm back from Miami. The trip was such a success and it's funny because I feel like I have recounted the events of the trip multiple times to multiple people and I'm not gonna lie (laughs) depending on who I am telling the story to there's certain details that I um that I emphasize and share more details on there's certain details that I omit altogether so it'll be interesting to see what version of the story I end up sharing with all of you guys but what I will say is Overall, the trip was highly successful. This was the bachelorette of one of my oldest and closest friends who I've known her entire life. Um, She's the same age as my younger sister and our moms have been best friends since they were six. So they've been best friends for 50 years. We've all grown up together. Um, My sister and I grew up in the States primarily and my friend grew up in Toronto. So we would see each other when we were back in Toronto, which was mostly over the summers. And we all went to summer camp together and spent just a lot of time at my granddad's cottage and my uncle's cottage and of course at summer camp. So I have really special memories and I was saying to her over the weekend, it's so like it's it's just so special to see us form this friendship and choose to be friends as adults because you know we obviously were kind of family friends and you know we're friends through my sister. There was an age gap, but now that we're the same age, we just have a lot in common. Our boyfriends and well, her fiance and my boyfriend get along really well and they've become really good couple friends of ours and it's just been really fun to form an adult friendship and just be really close. So it was really special to be celebrating her and her upcoming wedding. I think I was talking about this last week, but it's just so crazy that we're at that age and people are picking life partners, but she's definitely picked a good one and it was just really exciting to celebrate all of that. On the, I mean, what's funny about a bachelorette, right, is you're celebrating like your love for your friend and you're celebrating their upcoming nuptials and their commitment to getting married. But you're also, I mean, let's be real, you're there to fucking party and party we did. And I was scared. My sister and I were both scared. We were both there. We were worried that we just didn't know what to expect from the group like this is a group of girls who all for the most part know each other I think the vast majority of them all went to college together a lot of them went to high school together and we just we just didn't know what to expect but everyone was really cool we really liked the group there were a couple girls that I really really hit it off with and are definitely like my cup of tea and they live in Toronto and I would love to hang out with them again so I feel like that was such a win coming out from the trip but overall everyone really got along and it was just super fun what I did not expect was my sister and I to just be like 110% energy good vibes the entire time like I was scared that the group was going to be up until like 6 a.m blasting music in the living room and we were going to be like trying to go to bed and that was going to be the vibe one of the nights like everyone went to bed and it was my sister and I outside in the backyard having a two-hour dance party until like 5 a.m. going in the pool having special sister time and just being so silly but I look I'm like how did that happen I mean I know how that happened but (laughs) how did like I just I would not have thought I would be a a part of that and it was going to be me and my sister just having so much fun and being like up all night and like being so crazy but 
I'm really glad that it worked out that way in a sense because even though of course this was a bachelorette and we were celebrating our friend and we were you know in this group dynamic my sister and I if we're on a trip if we're together no if we're just together we are always going to have sister time and when we're on a trip it's gonna be sister moon that is just that's what we call it that's what we've always called it we actually have little crescent moon tattoos that are matching and it's sister moon like we just when we're together we live our best lives we have so much fun together we just bring out like the best like silliest parts of each other and there was a lot of that I think because we don't live together we always make the most of the time that we do have so to be in Miami if there was an opportunity where everyone was like going to bed or like you know there was some free time we were going to take advantage of it and spend time together and do the things that we like to do so there definitely was a little bit of us doing our own thing at points in time Friday there wasn't really too much on the itinerary girls were just hanging out at the house and just kind of nursing their hangovers and we played some fun games and then when there was a kind of dip in the schedule my sister and I went to a Mexican restaurant and got some drinks and got some Mexican food and that was really fun I think my favorite nights overall were well we it was interesting we went to there were two dinners we had where they were like nice restaurants like white tablecloth we're all dressed up right but they were also like full clubs like DJ people are doing shots people are like walking around people are like dancing on tables like not a normal restaurant at all and I really liked that like it was really fun I can't imagine living in Miami and kind of doing stuff like that every weekend but that was the novelty of it was really fun the my favorite restaurant we went to was called Villa Azur I think it was a Mediterranean restaurant it was indoor outdoor and the outdoor part was in this courtyard with tons of lights and palm trees DJ there was this guy playing the electronic or the electric saxophone he was like playing along with the DJ and he had like these tight white pants and this fedora and was just like so Miami vibes it was awesome we kept like standing up and we were like twirling our napkins in the air people were buying us shots it was just like very fun energy and then for dinner it was really good Mediterranean food and we did shared plates family style and we had like burrata and some octopus and some truffle pasta and we had some cake for dessert and we were also just like partying and like dancing and singing so those combinations of things I really really enjoyed so that particular dinner was the Friday night what ended up being one of the most scarring memories probably of my life was when after that we went to this club called 11 which apparently is one of the most famous clubs in uh in the states it's fucking massive like we rolled up in our uber and this place was like just like the actual building was so big there were so many people in line we got there at like 2 a.m and we had tickets. We were we had tickets to go see this DJ called Dead Mouse. We waited in line for a little bit and we got inside. And I had been I had been warned a little bit by people who had been there before that this was a bit of a stripper establishment. And I guess in my head there would just be, I don't know, strippers like dancing from in the in the sky, like I I don't know. I didn't know they were going to be just like mingling around, but they were which is fine. <laughs> the issue though is that it was mostly guys and turns out it was the F1 weekend. So 
there were so many people we got inside we can't even walk it's like you're like elbows are by your side and it's just like the most disgusting group of men you've ever seen in your life we're in our cute little dresses it's us the strippers who are everywhere giving lap dances I think my sister said she saw um a stripper having sex with one of one of these men so that's the vibe it's like two in the morning it turns out so we we immediately leave it turns out dead mouse doesn't even go on until 5 a.m so thank god we left because i can't imagine staying and being in that like it was just so it was just so gross and just so not the vibe so that was a bit of a bummer but we went home and that was the night my sister and i um, were up for hours just dancing and having the time of our lives that night was also very special because after we danced for hours we were like we should go in the pool let's go in the pool so we go in the pool in the backyard we're still listening to our music we're having fun times and we just you know this we just had we just had mad chats which is one of my favorite parts about my sister and having a sister and what was particularly special about this conversation is we were just talking about our boys and her boyfriend and her have been together for over four years now and they live together and you know we're just saying how we're entering into these really special chapters and phases and I was just saying like how happy I am for her and just like how great and special it's been to see their relationship evolve and my own relationship with her boyfriend evolve over the years and how you know he's like he's literally my brother and and means everything to me and I'm just so happy that I get to have him in my life as well and what was really what meant a lot to me is that as you guys know I have had a series of unfortunate relationships and just really bad luck but I'm someone who has always just had so much love to give and has been such a true believer in true love and has just continued. I've just been looking for it what feels like my whole life and it hasn't worked out <laughs> at all as uh, as you guys know and as a result my sister is very protective of me and she isn't just gonna she isn't just gonna like sign off on someone just because I'm like all right this is like, this is what's happening. This is like my person and I need you to fully endorse them. Like she's just not going to do that. She's not going to do that. So even though her and my boyfriend have gotten along so well, have had so much fun together and I've seen it and I've seen like, okay, it's happening. Like they are going to love each other. Like they're going to really love each other. And I just can see it. Like I see how they are together and I just, I know it's going to happen. But over time, over the last like year or so, my sister has been kind of, hasn't outright said that she's been a little bit more like yeah like he's great but like you know we'll see you know I I'm not fully endorsing this yet which has been sad for me and has we've had a lot of conversations about it because obviously she's not here she doesn't see us together all the time she hasn't gotten I mean she obviously doesn't know him like I do so in the back of my head that's always been a bit of a bummer and I've just really been waiting for this time to come when she outright is like yeah like that is your guy and she's not my sister isn't the kind of person who's going to be like really like gushy typically but she was and she said it and she basically was like you guys are so perfect together like you're made for each other 
and I see just how much he loves you and how he's just so in it and like just such a good person like he is such a good person and he is so good for you and I just am so happy for you to found to have found this love that you've been searching for and you deserve it like no one deserves it like you and I just can't wait for you know our relationship to grow like you know your relationship is grown with Grayson which is her boyfriend so that's what we were talking about and then we were just talking about the future and just all of you know the plans we have and all the exciting things that are happening and oh my god you guys my heart was just like even now thinking about it was just beaming it just meant so much to me so it was just one of those conversations and moments in time that was really special and I'm definitely going to always remember it so along with that and some other really fun memories of the trip like we surprised our bride-to-be with a stretch pink limo to go to a pool party which was like this daytime club where we had our own little cabana area and we didn't go in the pool because it was really gross but we were by the pool and it was just a really cool fun vibe and we were just dancing we went and walked on the beach later that night and people didn't go in but of course me and my sister jumped right into the ocean and swam for a bit and it was so amazing so just all of these special little moments and it made me just feel so fortunate for and thankful for the life I live and for the people in my life that I love so much and just make my life so special so I feel like I was definitely like really emo at the end of the weekend and one thing I have been thinking a lot about which I always think a lot about but I was particularly feeling sad about it after the trip was just how hard it is to have my sister live somewhere else and I'm sure there's so many people who can relate to that who have like their best friend who lives somewhere else or a family member and it's really tricky because I think for the first time in my life I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be like since I've moved back to Toronto my life has really taken shape in a way that I think I was always kind of searching for in other places I've lived and it's just felt so right with work and with the friends friendships I've made and of course with my relationship and getting to see my parents all the time is the most incredible thing like I'm so fortunate for it so it's like on the one hand this is where I'm supposed to be but on the other hand like my sister like my literal soulmate is across the country living a life that is so perfect for her and where she's supposed to be I mean I also see everything she does and I'm like I want to do that like I want to do all the fun things you're always doing I want to be able to like be outside all the time I don't want to deal with winter I want to be able to be by the water and go on a boat all the time and go hiking and go camping and just have and live this live this type of life where you're just I I feel like my sister and her boyfriend they just they're the kind of people who just always see like the positives in life and just always have fun like they always have fun with what they're doing and they're just like the most incredible energy and you just it's the best you just always want to be around it and I see how they live and I'm like I want to be like them I want that type of life so you can see where (laughs) the dilemma is it's not like it's not one of those things where like one of us can just move like we're just supposed to be in different places right now and coming to terms with that is so hard because I just like wish it was different but like there's no way it could be so 
I think I've been thinking about that a lot, like especially as I'm getting older and we are entering into these new phases of life. My sister and her boyfriend are now living together. I haven't told anyone online this yet, but uh, Matt is moving in with me in June, so in a couple weeks. So we're really starting our life together. And like this is like my person and my partner. So, you know, we're really excited about everything that's happening with our relationship in our life. So you just think about the next, you know, big moments in time and chapters that are coming. And it's just really hard to imagine us living in different places for all of that. So I've been, <laughs> I've been very sad about that, especially the last couple of days, even though she's literally still here. Um, the last few mornings I've woken up and I've like, I've been with Matt and I've just been like crying about it. He's like, this is your witching hour. It's like seven in the morning and like before I get ready for work and I'm just like so emo for some reason. And I'm just like, my sister and I live in different places. <laughs> so we've been, he's like, it's your witching hour. And I was like, oh my God, it is <laughs> seven in the morning before work. And then I told Kate this and she was like, I'm literally still here. And I was like, I know, but you're leaving soon. <laughs> so that's where I'm at it's definitely a combination of like post like partying blues um and like my serotonin just being a little a little fucked but this is something that I do think about quite a bit and I don't really have an answer for it other than I mean what Matt always says to me is like he's like this isn't forever like you guys will live together again this isn't forever and like you will live together again and that's all I can really think of it to make I don't know in this in this time just be present in your life be happy for the people you love if they're elsewhere but they're living their best lives and a life that's the most authentic of to who they are and what they need in life be happy for them treasure your time together and for some people know that it's not going to be forever and you will be living a life together again so I just wanted to share that because it's been very heavy on my heart <laughs> and and I, I can imagine that other people could relate to it. So I just wanted to share. The other thing, guys, that's been weighing on my heart a little bit, we have this new policy <laughs> where work is mandating that we do two weeks in the office now. It used to just be one day. It was just Tuesdays, now it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. And look, I'm sure for a lot of people, it's no problem whatsoever. I think a lot of people, I mean, before COVID, were going into the office Monday through Friday. It's no big deal, MBD. For me, however, ever since, even, oh, no, no, no. Even before I graduated from college, like when I was working at Accenture my first summer, I was remote. I was a remote girly. It just worked out that way. And then when I started working at Accenture full time, my project for a first for the first year, all remote. I ended up traveling a little bit and then I was back to remote. I think I did like one day in the office. So that has been my experience. And I really like that way. Like I understand the beauty of collaborating in person. It's mostly from a social perspective though. Like let's let's be fucking real. It's about building up team culture and camaraderie 100%. Now, I'm on a team where we have really good team culture. We're extremely close. I feel like everyone has what they need and, you know, 
we're not limited in being able to do our best work because we don't have people around us who we trust and who can help us and who can be pulled into things. It's not, it's not like that. So for me in the past, when I've gone in just the one day a week, that's been like, that's been perfect because I go in, I socialize, I chit chat. I'm definitely not as productive as I am at home. I'd say for the most part, but it's good to go in and see people. Now, the problem is with this extra day, I am starting to dread it. Like I am going into the week and I have newfound Sunday scaries that I did not have before. And I think that's because at my core, I am an ambivert. Like certain people, I would say, never drain my battery. If anything, they always replenish it. But overall, like small talk, chit chat, being around other people's energy, having to like ask questions, sometimes having to pretend I'm interested in something that I'm not, like all these little things, like just having to be on, that's really exhausting for me. And I come home after a day of doing it one day and like I'm really, really drained and I don't start to feel like myself again until the end of day Wednesday or even like sometimes into Thursday. Like I really need that full day in a bit to recharge. So now the fact that there's going to be two days of that is giving me a lot of anxiety and making me feel extremely stressed and I just don't want to do it and I don't really have a choice. So yeah, I just wanted to bitch about that because I don't think there's really any solution and that's just what's going on in my life. So we'll see what'll happen. It's yeah. I, I don't really have any other thoughts. I feel like me, I've been bitching about this to my sister for hours and I just wanted to complain. And again, if you are in a similar situation, maybe you can commiserate with me. But also, if you are also like an introvert or an ambivert and you have had to start going into the office, how are you doing it? How are you finding ways to make that work for you? Because if I don't have a choice, then I need to find solutions. The problem is right now, I feel like I don't have any solutions so I'm just bitching. But if I if I don't have a choice, then like I'll, I'll do what I have to do. But I am curious to hear how other people are potentially dealing with a similar situation. And on that note, it is Tuesday night. It's like 9.15. You guys know me. I do this. I record these literally at the last possible minute. Not on purpose. It just like happens that way. And uh, even though I've had a full day in the office, got to gotta get back to that grind and bang out a deck for an important call tomorrow at least now I'm at home and I'm like cozy in sweatpants and I can have like a drink or a little kombucha moment or something while I work but that's where I'm at that grind don't stop I love my job I love my life it's amazing it's so fun that's sarcasm but ask me how I feel maybe in a few days from now this is this has been like the craziest week to come back to after a bachelorette but it is what it is it was definitely worth it I'm so glad I went it was so fun I need to just get myself in the right headspace now sometimes it's good to bitch but then it's like all right it's out of me I need to move on we need to take a deep breath and we're going to be positive now we're going to be productive so that's what I'm what I'm going to go do so Thanks for listening as always. I love you guys and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.